Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the podcast that gives you exactly what you asked for. We listen, we hear what you're saying, and we deliver it exactly to you. And then, of course, for some reason, you don't want it. Speaking of which, I have someone you definitely are always asking for and someone you definitely always want. It's the greatest podcasting co-host in the history of podcasting co-hosting. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. See, something wicked this way comes. And, uh... Do you remember the reference? Am I, am I too old? Am no, I, it's uh, from something. The movie when I was a kid, Something Wicked This Way Comes. It was a Disney movie, and the whole point of the movie was that the ringmaster at the circus was a demon who would give people what they anything that they wanted because he would grant them any wish they wanted, and then the results of that wish they would have to live with. And that was well, then that's a perfect statement to make that went right <laughs> over my head, but it was perfect. And so now that you, you mentioned that, it reminds me of the old joke about the magic uh, genie comes out of the lamp and gives you three wishes, and you say something like, oh, I want. You want, you want something, and he actually gives it to you, and it sucks. Yes. You say, like, oh, I know. You say, like, uh, okay, I want to never have to work again the rest of my life. And he says, great, and you're dead. Right. Or or you're paraplegic or whatever. No, you're dead. You don't have to work the rest of your life. Paraplegics work. The uh... Anyway, so what we're talking about, dear listener, of course, is the most brilliant, my favorite. I mean, we have done 150-something episodes of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. I've been following the guy for my entire adult life, which is pretty much his entire adult life for the last 40-something years. And this is by far, bar none, without exception, my favorite thing Donald Trump has ever done. It's a stroke of absolutely unbelievable, pure genius. We should, I mean, if we were going to end the podcast, this would be the absolute ultimate high note to end it on because it's not possible. Well, I shouldn't say that he's Donald Trump. It's possible for him to do something more brilliant. But he just said, hey, I'll tell you what, sanctuary city people and states, you're always saying how great the illegal aliens are and we got to love them and the Statue of Liberty and we take them all and we take them all in and we got to give them free college and free health care and let them drive and let them vote and let them do everything and they're greater than regular citizens and they get to even murder people and commit crimes and we still don't put them in jail for that. We just love them so much they're unbelievable and Trump says, okay, then this overload, we got here at the border, we got tons of them, you can have them. My only thing I'm disappointed about is he didn't demand anything in return. That's not the art of the deal. Trump should have said, I'll tell you what then. I will give you a thousand illegal aliens a day or have four thousand, however many are, are, are just blasting through the border because of all the sanctuary stuff. I'll give you four thousand of these people a day. But in return, I want money for the wall. 
or I want something else, or increased military spending. or so. Unfortunately, he telegraphed the fact that it was not a true deal that he was making. It, and to me, it would have been a hundred times more powerful if he said, I'm going to give you exactly what you want, but here's what you got to give me. Otherwise, everyone just immediately came out, all the anti-Trumpers came out, and suddenly, incredibly, awesomely, 180-degree turn and completely changed their points of view. And every sanctuary city mayor and governor and whatever came out and said, well, you can't do that. That's vindictive. That's cruel. That's unusual punishment. That's terrible. That's You're just being a bully. You're just playing games. You're just being terrible. That's unpresidential. I mean, wait a minute. But that's exactly what you asked for, Everett. You gave them exactly what they asked for, and suddenly they said that's cruel. Here's the reaction I like most out of all of them is Cher's tweet from Sunday. I understand that, that was, was a great one. Grid, but my city, which is Los Angeles, we can't take any more of them. What about the 50,000-plus citizens who live on we the We got people defecating people on the streets. Below the poverty line in Hungary. If my, if my state can't take care of its own, many are vets, how can it take care of more? Yeah, and, wow. and she thought with that tweet, she thought that was an anti-Trump tweet. This thing just gets better and better. <laughs> she thought she was slamming Trump, saying, you're a loser. You can't send people here. You loser. And Trump immediately retweeted and said, see, share yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, I agree with her wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, then she immediately treated him, resp- tweeted in response like, you suck Trump or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a jerk. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, this is just awesome. I mean, it's how Trump got elected. You listen to what the people want and you give it to them. Give it to them. However, in this case, the people were just full of BS. And you know what's funny is that we've used similar techniques throughout my entire sales life. Well, that's what I was going to ask, Everett. Not only is this the greatest Trumpian thing that Trump has ever done in his political life or any other life, but this must have a business application to it. What is the lesson learned from that ingenious strategy of Trump this week who said, I'm listening, I've been listening to you for years, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. What is the lesson to be learned from that this week for business owners? Well, you can smoke out the BS that prospects are giving you or that even customers and clients are giving you. So, for example, I'll give you one concrete example from the days of selling vacuum cleaners, and then I'll give you one from remediation contracting. When we used to sell vacuum cleaners, part of the shtick is you take these little filter pads, the little pieces of paper that are cut into squares, and you put it in the hose assembly so that when you go around, you vacuum their lampshade or you vacuum in the couch, and of course, and they it, can you, see know, it. you get all kinds of shit. Yeah, so now you can see. See, this is what's in your house. And people are shocked. By it. Well, by the time you get done with the presentation, you got eight or ten of these pads sitting around from lampshades and seats that they sit on. and Full of every conceivable dust, mite, skin, exactly. hair, everything is. And so now when they say, well, I appreciate it, but that's really an expensive vacuum and I don't really think that I need it. And then you look at the table and you say, you don't think that you need it. And they kind of look at the table and they say, you mean you don't mind living in that? By the way, of course, it's especially effective if they have little kids who are crawling around on the carpet all day long or little pets that they care about. So now what would happen is that some people would say, well, uh and then we'd start and do a closing sequence again. Other people would get pissed off because you're kind of pushing them and say, no, I I don't mind living in that at all. And then you stand up from the table and you take a hold of one of the pads and then you say, then you wouldn't mind if I put it back. Right. You start towards the couch with the pad. (laughs) It's it's amazing how quick, whoa, 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 what are you doing? doing?" (laughs) 
What do you mean you're going to send this illegal? Oh, and my favorite, my favorite comeback for these sanctuary city criminals, because that's what a sanctuary city is, right? It says you're free to commit crimes here. And their comeback to Trump was, you can't do that. That's illegal. You can't send people to the city where we ignore the laws because if you do that, you're ignoring the laws. <laughs> How about that? And here's an example from the <laughs> this is this is uh, uh this is what I got. It's just too funny. Okay. Well, it is hysterical. In the remediation days, we'd go in and we'd catch raccoons and possums and bats out of attic space. We'd get them out of the attic, and then we'd chuck out all the insulation, disinfect the odorized, fix everything, put the insulation back in, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a whole process. Well, it was covered by insurance. So the first question of how much is it going to cost, you know, we go through the thing. We have them on board. Oh, my God, I want that out of there, especially with the wife there. Oh, I hate them. I want them out of there. So the first answer to the question is how much it will cost. They say, well, we work with the insurance company and come to an exact price. I don't have any price for me because I don't know what the insurance company is going to do. They're going to prepare an estimate. We're going to prepare an estimate. We'll probably meet somewhere in the middle. But the only thing you ever have to worry about is your deductible and you have that in writing. So what's your deductible? $500? Okay, so it's going to cost you $500. But some people would push a little harder. No, I want to know how much, what's your average cost? What's your average job? But they push a little bit harder. After two or three shots at trying to circumvent the answer, then finally you'd have to give them the answer. Well, the average job is fifteen dollars to $20,000. And their eyes would get big. You say, well, you know, it's an expensive process. And we have to follow a lot of guidelines, make sure guys are safe, make sure you're safe. Yeah, but then they're thinking you must make at least $500 profit, so lower it, give me 500 bucks (laughs) under the table. Well, no, like, some people would get defensive of their insurance company. Oh, I'm not going to make a claim like that with my insurance company over this. To which you'd respond, well, you understand this and the dust and the thing and the, the, all the diseases and the animals come back. And then, yeah, and, and so one time I had a husband say, uh, it happened to work out perfectly because I happened to have a raccoon in the car that I just picked ah, up the track. Okay, so they it, it said that'd be perfectly. okay if they came back. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, husband and wife. I'm sorry, this was about 10 years ago. So my memory, it was the raccoon that I caught at their house. I was there to pick up the raccoon and sign him up. That's what it was. Well, that's what I'm thinking. um, Yeah, so husband says, well, I I don't care if they come back. I see you don't care if the raccoon (laughs) comes back. No, it it doesn't bother me. They're up in the attic. It's not going to bother me. All right, I'll put them back. I said, fine, then I'll go let him out of the cage, and he can he can go. And I stood up to walk towards the door, and the wife, hold on! <laughs> no! <laughs> Whatever the guy, I don't remember what the guy's name was. Now. Was his wife's right name Cher? I don't give a shit how much it costs. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we closed the deal. Isn't that nice? Well, it's simple, folks. That's the basic lesson learned from Donald Trump this week is Don't be afraid to call people's bluff. When you know they're full of BS, when they say something stupid that they want or that they'll accept, all you have to do to call their bluff is just offer to give it to them. It works with prospects. It works with customers. It works with employees. It works with suppliers. It works with regulatory agencies. Obviously, it works with governors, mayors. It works with anyone as long as there's only there's only one stipulation. We've got to narrow it down to who it works with. They have to be a human being.
Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's a human being, this works. So go implement the lesson learned from Donald Trump this week. And if you think that's a good one, and it is, there's an even better lesson. It's the advanced lesson of the week. And as always, all you got to do, dear listeners, go right over to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. Get the advanced tip this week. Do not miss it this week. It's building on the basic tip you just learned from Donald Trump. And then make sure you're back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time, unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.